Hi, and welcome to episode 139 of the currently daily Google Cloud Platform Podcast. We're here on the show floor at Next, and as always, I'm here with Melanie. How are you doing, Melanie? Hi, Mark. We are almost there. <laughs> it's day, day three. three. <laughs> it's actually technically the day after day three. It's the yes. next day. Yes, yes. But some pretty How amazing are you things. Doing? I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still soldiering on. You're pushing through. Yeah, today was pretty amazing. Today was the developer keynote. A lot of our teammates were on yes. stage. Yufang, Aja, Eno, Kelsey. Kelsey, yeah, yeah. Uh, just killing it. Just Definitely killing it. Showing um, all the things you can do as a developer. Yeah, you should check out the keynote. It was really, really cool. They did some amazing stuff. A lot of life code. A lot of life code. Which is wonderful. Yeah. I know Adam was saying, like, let's show, yeah. not tell. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good day. And we have a couple more interviews that we have done while yep. we've been at Next that we're going to showcase now. So yep. let's go ahead and do that. Let's do it. We have joining with us Stephanie Cueto and Vivian San, who are both here from Tectonica. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for inviting yeah, us. Thank you for having so us. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing. My name is Stephanie Cueto. I was born and raised in Southern California. I moved up here after college because I lived in the suburbs. I didn't really like it. It's not super exciting sometimes. And I only wanted to be independent and grow by myself. And so moved out here when I started college. After college, it was in the nonprofit sector for a little bit. And then code kept bugging me a little bit and then it kept bugging me actually all my undergrad and then after college too and then I applied to a couple of programs because I was like oh I like this you know and so ended up applying to Tectonica and now I'm here. Nice. Cool. And Vivian? My name is Vivian and I'm a San Francisco native and I grew up in the Tenaloy district so it's pretty much part of like the tech hub and everything and I honestly have never even thought about going into tech. I was a chemistry graduate from UC Davis and you know of course if I spent four years of college getting a degree I'm gonna like come out of it and be like, I'm totally going to be a, a chemist. There's no way. But I mean, it's weird how I even came upon like being in tech, you know, because it's something that I never even thought of or something that anyone even introduced to me. But it was weird because like the day that I came out, I actually saw a Tectonica flyer and I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. Like if like I could do something as scary as that, then like I could do this. And for those who don't know, what is Tectonica? So Tectonica is basically like a nonprofit organization that is providing free technical training to local women and non-binary adults and basically just giving them the opportunity to learn these relevant tech skills and without having to worry about, you know, the cost of it. And especially if they are mothers, they don't have to worry about childcare, just giving them a safe place and work in a community to just learn. And my understanding is you're both from the first class, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And you awesome. just, just finished? Yeah, yeah. last week. <laughs> last yeah. week. Yeah, everything's going so fast. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> it usually does. Are you in the process now of doing the whole, like, preparing and looking for jobs? So, um, amazing thing that happened is that Tectonica was able to provide everyone a placement with a partner. That's great. Yeah, so we all have internships starting either next week on Monday or a couple of weeks after that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it looks like they provide tech apprenticeships. Can you tell us about like what that looks like and what you actually end up doing when you're in the program? I would say like the first three months is just really just learning all about everything about JavaScript, like learning it religiously. <laughs> no, but really just the first three months is just learning the fundamentals really. And then the next three months is just doing all projects and just building off of like what we learn and being able to apply it, working in groups and also working independently. So just getting a little bit of best of both worlds. Nice. And I know there's also support, I know, for people with low income. So they like provide laptops, things like that as well. Yeah. So they provide, if you need a laptop, they provide a laptop. If you need, you know, some help financially, they also provide a living stipend for the apprentice. Nice. And where where are you starting? It's internships or it's where are you starting? Internships. It's, so it's mixed panel. So cool. a bit of a competitor with Google Analytics. 
We will accept that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting at Redfin, so they're a real estate company. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome, Well, awesome. this is great. So we're at Next. Yeah. And you've been here for two days. It's like the third day as we speak. How has it been? What have you seen that you've been excited about? I think this is like literally the biggest conference we've ever been to because we're only so used to just being in like one building, but this is like spread out between like five different places and it's pretty crazy. But like, I mean, it's just insane how much technologies are out there and like how much they're releasing so quickly. I mean, it's also like really overwhelming at the same time, but it's really exciting because, you know, especially now as we're like developers, we, we know like all these tools that are out there and, you know, we know that we can take what we've learned from here and be able to you know, tell our companies about it and be able to leverage our knowledge and being able to contribute. And I think that's like really the most amazing thing is just being able to feel that way. Yeah, and I think also just how welcoming it is too. I think sometimes we take for granted that we're in San Francisco and then we meet other people from other parts of the world and they're like, oh my gosh, they're like, you know, they're taking pictures. And for, at least for me, like I kind of been to other conferences too. And it is, this is probably one of the biggest ones where it combines a lot of people because it's like developers, marketing, sales, like all these like people that come from different backgrounds in tech. So it's pretty interesting to just see the mesh of it. But when we talk to them, we're like, oh my God, like you're from, like you live here. And I'm like, yeah, it's like, this is amazing. You know, you're like around everything. And I'm like, yeah, it's really cool, you know? So it's interesting just to meet other diverse people and just kind of get the other perspective because sometimes I think we do take for granted that we're around here. And I was asking you before we started that were there any sessions that you went to that you were excited about? Are there any sessions that you wanted to mention that you saw and found very interesting? Yeah, so I was talking about the I Am Remarkable workshop that's happening upstairs in the second floor of Miscani West. And it was just very like, um, I came in there just kind of like, oh, it sounds cool, you know, like, let me see what it's all about. And then they came at you with stats, they're like, hey, like, you, you're remarkable. So it's a workshop targeted towards women, but it's also for everyone. It's just kind of like, kind of change your mindset of how you think about yourself. Because with women specifically, they are more prone to be like, put down by both men and women. So if they ever like are bragging about themselves when they say their accomplishments out loud, or if they speak up or anything like that, like they're more likely to be like, she's talking too much, or like she's like bragging about herself. Or, and then like, so you're getting hit not only from like the male side of it, but also your your own like colleagues that are women, you know, and it's like, and then on top of that, we also are more prone to talk bad about ourselves too. Like we don't want to like come off that way. So then we start putting our own selves up like, oh, we shouldn't probably shine that much and like just kind of put our accomplishments a little bit down. So they gave us a good like just background on it and just where these stats were coming from. And then after that, we did the actual workshop where they gave us a piece of paper where you write down like all the things that you're remarkable because of. So it was interesting just to see like how people get stumped and how people were also very positive on stuff. They were able to like write the whole page down to say, I'm remarkable because I'm a software engineer. You know, I'm remarkable because I speak two languages or three languages or four languages, you know? I'm remarkable because I volunteer on my spare time here, you know? And like, just all these things that come out that you don't really realize that you're doing and that you are remarkable because, you know? And so some people were going really strong and some people were like stumped at one point because we just, I guess, we're prone to not, like they were saying, we're not prone to really think that way, you know, and we need to change that, you know, look in the mirror, be self-positive, talk to yourself and say, like, you know, you are remarkable, you're like, yeah, you, you're beautiful, you're positive, like, you know, you're an amazing person, you know, change that perspective a little bit or more. And so it was just amazing. You know, I was almost able to write that whole page at the end, but kind of felt short, but it's okay. You know, I'm going to try to do it. And it's a good thing to do, you know, when you go to your teams and stuff like that. And your even your friends, you know, like make everyone change their perspective of how awesome they are. Nice. 
Vivian, any sessions that stood out for you? Yeah, I mean, that one for sure was one of them, too. We also went to one where they were talking about, like, accessibility and inclusion. And I thought that was really awesome because it's like, you don't, you know, especially when you're making docs or, you know, making meetings, you, that's not something that you purposely try to do and not make it inclusive for your, all your employees, but it's just something that does happen. But it's like, I found it so amazing how there was so much detail that goes into it to try to, like, you know, make everyone feel safe and make everyone feel included. And I felt like, you know, especially for us, it's like what we were told is like when we come into this, you know, we can learn all the technical knowledge that, you know, people will you know tell us and we can learn online and stuff. But you can't really teach people perspective. And I think for us, especially coming in from like non-technical backgrounds and low income families and, you know, communities, I think that showed us that, you know, we could contribute. And I felt like you know, just because of that talk, it made me feel more comfortable going in and saying, like, yes, you know, I can make a contribution that I can be a strength to this company. And I thought that was amazing just to hear them say that. That's great. Awesome. Have you played with any of, like, the showcase demos or anything else around here as well? Not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. But we're going to today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's next for you. Yeah. We've been going to, like, a lot of the talks, the talks and everything, like, walking around. We haven't even gone to... I think there's a couple workshops that I want to go to today at the hotel. So I went to one in the Metreon, in the, in the theater, which was kind of interesting. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then, like, there's some in the hotel, so it's, like, it's just huge, you know? I know. When we Actually, before we started, too, we were talking about how you were surprised that there's so much that Google has in terms of products and services. Yeah, I didn't know it was, like, an AWS, basically, like Amazon. I was like, whoa, you can do everything that Amazon does, too, you know? <laughs> like, hosting websites, doing all these things. I was like, whoa, I didn't know all of this. And I was, like, amazed when I was hearing the keynote speakers speak about like all of these products that are coming out or like they're revamping and everything. And I was like, whoa, I need to get on Google. You know more. You know? Good. Our uh, job here is done. We can all go home. <laughs> we are done now. Last question I want to ask you both is coming from this program, is there any advice that you have for those who are getting into tech? So at the end of our last week, so Michelle made us, Michelle, the CEO, she made us reflect and, you know, write down like advice that you probably have for future apprentices, you know, and I kind of thought about myself and I was like, what would I want to hear, you know, in the beginning of this program to make it a little bit easier and everything like that. And so we did write down a couple of things. And one of those things to me was, or to the future ones is like, hey, this is going to be tough. So make sure you do like prepare, you know, like make sure you are strict with your schedule. You know, like you are going to have to really focus right now. You're going to have to be frugal too because it's a long process. You're not working right now. And so make sure that you're very disciplined. One, it's okay to say no. You know, it's okay to say no to like other activities like birthdays, like all these festivities. They're going to be there still the next year. And so right now it's you need to focus on you. And that was the one main thing that I was like, it's okay to say no. And it's okay to focus on this and like you need to be a little bit selfish, you know, just need to focus on yourself right now. That's great. Um, And I would say it's okay, you know, to feel scared because I went into it and I was so terrified. I was like, this is, I don't know anything and I don't know what to expect. And everything was just so like unknown. But I think I would just tell the future apprentices that, you know, it's okay to feel scared. And I think just allowing yourself to feel vulnerable and the fact that you do feel scared, I think that's actually a really good thing because it's it's telling you that you're actually trying to push yourself to learn something new and like trying to change your life. And I think that's okay. Like you feel scared, it might actually be a good thing. Especially if there is a, you know, more cohorts that are coming in, I would tell them that, you know, we need more women, we need more diversity, we need more inclusion. And by doing this, you are helping to I guess, as Michelle would say, bridge the tech gap, especially just being able to put more perspectives out there. And, you know, you are going to be someone who's going to be part of this community to change the world. 
I think I would add on to like, yeah, please. You are like, we all became very close. We're very strong. And it's like, make sure like you are all going through similar things. So reach out to one another, speak to one another. You're going to go through a lot. And so make sure you have that support system because, you know, maybe your parents or anyone doesn't really know what you're going through right now. It's just a different background or maybe even friends, you know. So you guys are all going to become very strong and like make sure you keep that together and like rely on one another. Find your community, mm-hmm. build your community. Mm-hmm. And places like this to give you opportunity to, to expand that too. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us and sharing your experiences. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you. It's pretty fun. Super excited. We have two really amazing people coming to join us today. Liz, I don't remember your last name. Fong Jones. Fong Jones. I, well, I had it right in my head and I got it wrong. Uh, Nikita. Raguna. Excellent. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining us today. Thank you for joining, yes. Thank you for having us. We granted, grabbed y'all off the floor and was like, please, please, come on to the podcast. <laughs> so you both do very different things, but Liz, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about what you do and stuff. Sure. So I am a customer reliability engineer, and I help GCP customers build and operate reliable services on GCP. So that involves anything from teaching them how to run incidents to teaching them how to monitor their services and how to architect their services better. And we've done a podcast with you previously, too. Yes, you have. Yes, we have. Nikita, what do you do? Uh, So I work at Red Hat. I am a Kubernetes maintainer, and I work on all things extensibility of Kubernetes. And Mark knows a lot about it, (laughs) I guess. And yeah, I like to do everything open source, basically. Basically, the work that you do makes Agones possible, which is awesome. And we like open source. And we have an episode coming out on Agones in a couple weeks. So, Nikita, what are you enjoying about Next? Oh, I love Next. So, I was visiting the booth in the booth area, and the most interesting part was looking at how everyone is using Google Cloud. And the one thing I noticed is that almost all companies are using GCP or GKE in very different ways. So, I think it was pretty cool, like, going to all booths and figuring out how they were using it and understanding more about it. And then, Liz... I know you just did a talk, and you're finally free of the talk. How was your talk? What was your talk about? So yesterday, I got to share with everyone a bunch of early access Stackdriver features that enable people to do their operations more like SRE using Stackdriver tooling. So specifically, how do you improve your measurement? How do you improve your time to detect incidents? How do you improve your time to respond to incidents? Using really cool stuff that we're finally getting to talk about. So. My favorite thing about Next has been getting to release all this cool stuff and see how people react to it. That's fantastic. That's really cool. We talked a lot about open source, I think, pretty much all over the place. Nikki, you've been involved with open source for a really long time. How did you end up there? It's not been a really long time. It's like a year, I guess. That's a long time. Oh, well, I just graduated. So I got involved through a program called the Google Summer of Code. So it's that Google pays students to work on open source projects during the summer. And I started contributing to Kubernetes that way. And well, I just contribute a lot right now. So that's my open source journey. Nice. Liz, what's your experience with the open source world? What are your perspectives in terms of where things are at and what you're excited about? I'm really excited that there is so much interesting work happening with open census, with Kubernetes, where we're starting to see a lot of the things that we've been doing inside of Google for a long time be accessible and interoperable with people outside of Google. That's been super awesome because it means that people don't have to reinvent the wheel over and over. They can just plug into things that people have already built, and that's really awesome. Nice. Oh, yeah. I I totally love open senses. I want to contribute to it at some point. 
maybe I'll get to it after next. We also did a podcast on Open Census. Oh, I'll yeah. check it out. I'm sure you don't need it, but if you need introductions, I'm more than happy I to. I do need introductions. <laughs> sure, yeah, I will definitely sure, look yeah. at it. That's really cool. And I know you work on the extension part of Kubernetes. What are some cool extensions that you've seen? Oh, I think there's something called as Agonis. And I don't know what, <laughs> I think it's also covered on the GCP podcast. So It is a bit. Yeah, so you should definitely check it out. Yeah, anything else other than stuff I work on? I think like operators are really the kind of exciting bit related to extensibility of the Kubernetes API. And I think there are like lots of operators out there. So I think I would definitely say like the operator bit. I love how we're plugging all the things. And let me also bring this back. It's quite an interesting intermix of discussion. But Liz, I know we had you on, like we said, with Seth, and we talked about SREs and DevOps. And my understanding is you guys just had a, another episode that came out in terms of the video series that you're working on. Is that right? We have a new set of five episodes coming out in late August. Ah, so you have one we coming. We recorded them last week. I saw some announcement. I thought it had already come, but apparently not yet. So it's coming out in August, in late August. Late August. Nice. And, right. and any specific highlights that you can mention now? Yeah, we have a really packed agenda. We're talking about things like how do you respond to incidents or how do you set up your alerting so that you can actually reasonably defend your service level objectives rather than finding out like, you know, hey, we broke it, but we didn't find out until it was too late. Very nice, very nice. Okay, I know you both have to go. You both have meetings. Before you go, favorite thing you've seen at Next so far? Agonis. Aww. No, it was really cool. I loved your talk. Uh, it was it was funny, so I liked that. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Liz, favorite thing? I have to say the thing from this morning of the mini TPUs, the Edge TPUs. That was really exciting to see that, you know, these chips of silicon that Google's manufacturing will be in a whole bunch of devices. Nice. Well, thank you so much for coming and taking some time to chat with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having us. I, I just came for the chocolate. Yeah. Yes, we have chocolate. Please have chocolate. Please take the chocolate. <laughs> So it's great that uh, Robert Kubis is joining us. He is a fellow developer advocate and alumni podcast attendee, I think. I think we can For a week, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. You've been pretty busy here at Next. What have you been up to? Yeah, like, first of all, thank you for having me again, like, after a week uh, at the podcast. <laughs> you were that good. Yeah. Needed to get you back. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it has been really exciting. So I think, like, what is maybe sometimes not seen that there's a lot of work that goes in by the DA team or general, like a lot of like Google teams into making this conference a reality. So I was involved personally in building some of the showcases. So in particular, two of the showcases that I was involved in, the Cloud Spanner booth or showcase, I was involved in the creatives as well as building part of the demos and for the storage and database one as well. And it's actually a lot of work, you can't yeah. imagine. How many months like, of work It's has the it cloud been? though. Don't you just push a button and make yeah, it work? Like, seriously, isn't it, right? It's not Everything. Like, I just assume like, that's all you need. You just push a button. Just push a button and There's it makes no software code. happen. No code. So that's actually a funny thing. Like I think the it's not the majority of work is not actually the coding or the technical part of this. The majority of the work is actually getting the messaging right. We want to have that the attendee has a good experience, that they understand what we want to achieve with the showcase, that they get an intrinsic experience into the showcase. And 
creating this kind of narrative is most of the work, I would have to say, and, and fine-tuning it and then getting it into reality is the heavy lifting uh, for creating a showcase. I so would say. tell us about the showcases you had a hand in. Tell us what, what those sure. were all about. So the first one is the Cloud Spanner Showcase, where we have kind of like two substations in that showcase. So one of them is what we call the Cloud Spanner Kaleidoscope, which is a really cool-looking kind of installation with some mirrors and a display and some buttons and handles and wrenches, which is the in, in British English, it's actually spanner is a wrench in the in, yep. in US. I mean, what we wanted to show there is the aspect of manageability in Cloud Spanner, that it's very easy to get your own instance and scaling it in and out. And we wanted to show you that it's done in four clicks and you basically choose a name, you choose what configuration you want to have, you want to choose how many nodes you want to have, and then you click OK and you have your own instance. So very easy. So the substation two is where I actually show how easily and how quickly Cloud Spanner is scaling in and out. So I have a demo where you can can produce some throughput, some reads and writes against Cloud Spanner. And then you can scale it in and out, so you can scale the nodes, and you see how quickly Spanner is load balancing and your latencies go down again and things like that. It's a really cool thing. Uh, I encourage everybody to check it out. Cool. Well, so what have you seen at Next outside of you know what you've been working on that you're really excited about? So there's unfortunately not a lot of things. I also had um, two talks that I had to prepare off. And I'm, oh, easy I'm, peasy, right? You yeah. just got it all done very so quickly. It's a showcase and two talks. I mean, like, yeah, whatever. No it's fine. Exactly, exactly. So the thing is, maybe, I guess there are a lot of people like me in the sense, but most people maybe not seeing that from the outside, but I'm a notoriously procrastinator. So I'm probably the best in my life in procrastinating till the deadline is looming. So I'm usually the one who is late with slides and preparing till like late hours and stuff like that. No one does um, that. Yeah. Exactly. No one is doing that. So I've been pretty much be involved in like preparing for my talks to deliver a good experience also to the attendees. They are coming here to get some information and to get the best out of the session. So I want to give them the best of me. So I invested a lot of time into perfecting my talks and really have a good experience for the attendees. I got to walk a little bit around the showcase floor in Moscone West today. And one experience which I really liked was the cloud function experience where oh, you have a that. big cannon and you can shoot your cloud function oh, into, cool. the, into the cloud, which is amazing. So I encourage everybody also to check out the cloud functions showcase in Moscone West. Actually, it's, it's worth noting, right? You just talked about like how much time and effort goes into the showcases, how much time and effort goes into your presentations. But that's just that's one true. showcase and one present, like, we have over 500, 400 presentations, and how many showcases on the show floor? I don't know, 60, 70, 80, I don't know. It's like, it's a lot. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's a lot of effort, is kind of my point. Yes. To put on a show this size that's spanning, what, six buildings? Yeah. And how many attendees? Like, I heard it's 20, 20 or 25,000. Yeah, somewhere. something around that, yeah. And how does this compare to last year? It is actually, so I've been with cloud, in particular with Google Cloud, for three years and four months now. And I've experienced, I think this is my fourth next. Wow. And it has been a tremendous growth. I think last year around seven to 10,000. I don't know the exact number. The year before that was 2,000. Yeah. So it basically tripled, almost quadrupled in size, and now it doubled in size again. But it's just crazy. It outgrew I.O. this year. It has been the biggest, largest conference for Google so far. Uh, and what I've seen, it's amazing so far. It's yeah, really, really this, cool. is, this is my third next. and. 
I mean, this is the biggest, but I actually genuinely believe this is the best next. And I know you did the podcast last year. Did yeah. you do it the year before that, yeah. too? Wow. Yeah, we've been doing the podcast on the show floor for, yeah. It's yeah. the third year now, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, we didn't know what we were getting into in that first year, but still, here we are. Here we are. It's wonderful. Well, Rob, anything else you wanted to share with the folks back home around Next, around things they should look for? I hope everybody enjoys their experience here. Please reach out to us and the podcast team uh, if you have any question. Also, we love to hear positive and critical feedback. So if there is anything where you think where we can improve, please let us know. But also show us the love, basically, where we do well. We want to hear that. We need that as well to basically find the energy to do even better next for you next year. And follow me on Twitter at, at HostiRosti. Yeah, Are you speaking anywhere anytime soon? Outside um, of next? So I think I take a break for a while. That seems reasonable. That seems acceptable. Awesome. Robert, cool. thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Cheers. Thanks again for everybody who came out for today, as well as everyone who's come for the last two days. We've really appreciated yeah. being able to talk to different you know, partners and students and... Alliance people... Some all of the relationships. Our own colleagues, yeah. Just getting a sense of the perspectives and the interests and what everybody's been experiencing. We, yeah. we appreciate that. I also want to just take a second and say this because this is my first next oh, for yeah. the podcast. Oh, and yeah. I know, Mark, we were talking about it before on, offline that this is your third one. Yep. Yeah, so you and Francis did this last year and the year before. And so this is like old hat for you. Yeah, but totally. I was going to say, one of the things that I've observed that has been really impressive is just how many people have come by. And I'm really grateful for that, for the listeners yeah, who have stopped absolutely. by to say thank you. So thank you for saying thank you, because that means a lot to hear yeah. that this has been very helpful for you. And I also want to give a shout out to James, who's been with us for a while, who's been helping to edit this podcast, oh God, yeah. who's been incredible, especially with what we've been doing for this week. Yes. And more recently, Jennifer and Trey, who yeah. have been also incredible. So we're not just doing this by ourselves. Absolutely we have not. a couple of other people who have been phenomenal in making sure that this actually is getting done. Yeah. They've been killing it. Doing daily episodes is super hard work and setting all up the interviews and everything we've been doing it next. It's been like nonstop while we've been here, but we couldn't have done it without the support of all the people behind us. So thanks. Yeah. Thank big you thanks to them. Very, very much. And then Mark, thanks for making this so easy. This has been fantastic <laughs> and, and bringing me along for the ride. I Thank really you for joining me. This has been an absolute delight and a pleasure. Yeah. I think that's a wrap for us for next. Yep. And we will have another episode like always next week. Yep. You will get to hear about container security to give that a little tee up. Ooh, but yeah. yeah. Outside of that, Mark, you going anywhere? You going to do anything? Sleep. Yeah. I'm going to sleep. Sleeping is good. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we need to recover. <laughs> you too? Yeah I, need, yeah. yeah. I definitely need to recover. Fantastic. Nope. It's been a great event. Thank you all for listening. And yeah, we'll actually see you all next week. We'll see you next week. 